Sneaking over the miller's backyard fence feels like an undoing, a reversal of years and choices made. As she hoists herself up, Sandra's box of memories is unlatched, and the ghosts of her childhood burst free. Spectral forms of Lily Miller and her younger self, both ten at the time, spread across the lawn. The two little girls squeal with delight as they chase each other in a circle, their ponytails flapping in the breeze. Sandra blinks, and the kids vanish in a puff of dandelion fuzz. A pair of teenagers takes their place, dolled up for homecoming in halter dresses. Bright grins stretch across their faces as they snap pictures of each other in front of the blossoming magnolia tree. Lily smiles at her shyly from behind the camera. Sandra pauses, one jean-clad leg slung over the wooden planks, momentarily stunned by the hit of nostalgia. She balances precariously, hesitating, before throwing herself to the other side. Growing up, she lived down the street from the Millers, but her own family moved away after she left for college. She hasn't been back since. Long beams of golden light stretch from the windows to the edge of the lawn, so Sandra sticks to the shadows as she approaches the back porch. The last thing she wants is to be seen. She warily eyes the screen door, her heart beginning to pound as she remembers being chased out that same door when she was a teenager. The vulnerability of 18 rendered her helpless, leaving her with no option but flight. Her feet bare and body hardly covered, she nearly slipped on the dew-slick grass in her desperation to get away. Splinters embedded themselves in her palms as she vaulted over the fence, but she was too distracted by her stinging cheek to notice. If she trails her fingers over her face now, she can almost feel the heat of the slap. Sandra peers through the mesh screen, and Miss Miller, oh, call me Jane, dear, surges to the forefront of her memory. Her wrinkled face, flushed violet with righteous fury, the spittle flying from her mouth, the steps creaking underneath her weight as she took chase. Sandra fled from her faster than she even knew she could run. Her calves were sore for days afterward. She fondles the doorknob for a moment, tracing the handle with her sweaty thumb. She has to remind herself that she drove over an hour to get here tonight. She can't just abandon her plan now. Sandra takes a deep breath and slips inside. Laughter bounces off the cream-colored walls, echoing down the hall and rattling the framed pictures of the Miller children. Sandra straightens her shoulders and marches past photos of Lily at various stages of her life. Pigtails and Girl Scout badges in the second grade, braces and thick-rimmed glasses on the night of her first prom, and a white cap shading her tight smile at high school graduation. Every picture of the two of them together has been taken down, and even after all this time, Sandra's heart clenches at their absence. And getting caught, she was cut out of their lives, forbidden from ever returning. Despite the way they treated her at the end, a part of her will always miss them. She pauses to collect herself, steadying her breathing. With a cursory glare at the wooden cross nailed to the wall, she moves on. Turning into the living room where the guests are congregated, she finds everyone draped over the furniture and sipping wine, donned in classy attire and accessorized smiles. At the center of it all sits Lily Miller, her brown hair tied back so tight her scalp might rip. She nods without vigor as she listens to whatever story her fiancé is telling, her burgundy lips tugging upward. Bent over with her elbow propped on her knee, she looks the part of the picturesque sophisticate. Sandra halts in the doorway, unable to reconcile her childhood friend with the college senior perched on the edge of the sofa. Twenty-two is too young to get married, but her left hand flaunts a sparkling diamond. Did she pick it out herself, or did her boyfriend choose for her? Miss Miller, Jane, notices her arrival and gasps audibly cutting off all conversation. Heads turn in Sandra's direction, and she stiffens. But her skin has toughened since high school. She doesn't run from the fight. Lily's casual, curved posture straightens, her mouth falling open in surprise. Sandra hasn't seen her since she was 17. She had her doubts before coming here. Maybe Lily genuinely loved the guy. Maybe she really did change her mind. But the way Lily's eyes widen when she sees her, like she's been caught in a lie, tells Sandra everything she needs to know. The oldest Miller boy is the first to move. He hands her a drink with a welcoming smile. Richard, his mother hisses, eyes wide. She's not invited. Richard shrugs. Sandra saw him once after the incident. She bumped into him while walking her dogs at the park. 
She could tell he'd taken advantage of his parents' upset with his sister to sneak out and smoke pot, and upon seeing her, he gave her a sheepish grin. Pity in his eyes. He made like he was about to apologize for his parents' behavior, but she hurried away before he had the chance. Back then, she hadn't want to face the situation. Too afraid, angry, and mortified to accept what had happened. The Millers acted like she had betrayed their trust, taken advantage of them, lied to them. And in some ways she had, and that made it hard to even think of looking them in the eyes. Sandra downs the wine in a large gulp, her nose burning, and hands the glass back to him. He's balancing both an air of smug indifference and smugness, and he cradles her empty drink like a trophy. Sandra suspects he invited her tonight for his own personal gain and desire to stir shit up rather than out of concern for his sister. But Sandra isn't here for him. She hardly looks his way. Lily is staring at her with a blank expression, her green eyes round and spooked. The man beside her, the prop, looks confused by the palpable tension in the room. Miss Miller curls her bony, manicured fingers around her daughter's shoulders and stares Sandra down. This is a private party. An engagement party. You're an adult now, Sandra says to Lily, pointedly ignoring the woman's hostility. Unlike her mother, she won't ever talk about her like she isn't there. No one can make choices for you anymore. Mr. Miller, you can call me David, kiddo, approaches Sandra, looking tired. He used to take her and Lily to the park when they were too young to play unsupervised. Once, a long time ago, he promised he would always be there for her whenever she needed him. David crosses his arms. You need to leave. Sandra stands her ground and ignores him, her resolve unyielding. She's been waiting for years to come back and say what she needs to say, and no one can stop her now. Her gaze remains locked on the future bride, the star of the show. I need to talk with you. Come with me. Lily's eyelids start switching. What? She's not going anywhere, her mother barks, nostrils flaring. She clutches her bosom as if to slow her racing heart, ever the dramatist. Lily sets down her wine glass without looking. Her fiancé wraps an arm loosely around her waist and pulls her closer. Honey, what's going on? Who's that? The concerned furrow in his brow makes him look pitifully sweet. He turns to Sandra, mildly defensive, and asks, Who are you? The room is silent except for Lily's mother's harsh breathing. All of the guests outside of the immediate family look confused and a bit startled. I'm not leaving until you do, Sandra asserts. Miss Miller sputters. Lily won't stop staring at her, frozen like a deer caught in headlights. Finally, her parted lips move. She cranes her neck towards her future husband and speaks without meeting his worried gaze. Don't worry, I'll be back. Sandra's shoulders sag in relief. Lily shrugs off the hands holding her in place and rises unsteadily from the couch. Sandra isn't sure if it's time or the heels, but she swears Lily's gotten taller. Miss Miller starts babbling indignantly, cheeks flushing, and her sophisticated demeanor completely dissolves. But she doesn't reach out to grab her daughter as she strides across the room, parting the crowd of baffled acquaintances. Richard goes to his mother, placing a hand on her shoulder to calm her before she can start screaming, and his father pours himself another drink, looking disappointed. Sandra's heart leaps to her throat as Lily nears, looking so much older and yet so lost. Come on, Sandra says, her voice quivering, and Lily follows her as she leaves, down the hall and out the front door. Sandra doesn't have to run this time. No one is chasing her. Sandra's car smells like McDonald's and Golden Retrievers despite the evergreen air freshener dangling from the rearview mirror. At 8 o'clock, the suburban streets of their hometown are mostly empty. Every couple moments, she glances over at Lily, motionless in the passenger seat. Her face is blank. Sandra turns on the radio to deafen the silence, and her pulse throbs in her temple. She hadn't really expected to get this far. After a short, tense drive, they pull into the local park. The same lone, wobbly picnic bench still seems to grow from the roots of the old maple tree. Sandra bets their initials are still carved into the tabletop, two letters cradled by a heart. They used to come here in the evenings when the weather was good and no one else was around. Sitting on the monkey bars with the pink sky darkening above the black trees, 
Sandra felt safe in a world where she had to be brave. Seven feet above a bed of wood chips, she felt high up enough to kiss Lily without fear of being seen by those below. The car rolls to a stop beneath a dim street lamp. The golden glow illuminates the cracked asphalt, brightening the inside of the car. Sandra kills the ignition and the radio, tapping her fingers on the wheel. She thought it would be easy once, if, Lily left the party. She expected her to be the same girl she remembered. She anticipated gratitude, even, for saving her from the mess she had gotten herself into. What are you doing? Lily asked quietly, staring above the dashboard at the empty playground. I'm Sandra Swallows. What is she doing? You're getting married? Lily sighs, deflating, sliding down her seat and wrinkling her dress. Sandra can't get past how she manages to simultaneously look the same yet different. Obviously. A bubble of laughter escapes Sandra's lips at the ridiculousness of it all. To him? Really? Lily turns to glare at her, a defensive gleam in her eyes. What's that supposed to mean? Her tone is sharp, and before Sandra can reply, she continues. Garrett is a great guy. He's nice. You don't even know him. You don't know me. Sandra falters, surprised by Lily's protectiveness of her fiancé. She realizes in that moment that she fully expected Lily to immediately start trashing the guy as soon as she was rescued. I mean, Sandra gestures vaguely with her hands. Are you really in love with him? Lily bristles. I wouldn't be marrying him if I wasn't. She must notice Sandra's disbelief because she sits up, twisting around to face her head on. It's none of your business anyway. I haven't seen you in years, and now you show up and ruin my engagement party. Richard invited me. Of course he did. And you're the one who came with me. Lily gnashes her teeth, falling into bitter silence. Sandra turns off the headlights and picks out her blue nail polish. You can't actually be serious about all this. You're too young to get married. The wedding isn't until after Garrett graduates, Lily explains, playing with the diamond on her finger. What about when you graduate? I thought you were going to be a lawyer. Lily's lips thin into a straight line. Sandra hums. That's what I thought. Have you guys even had sex yet? That's none of your business, she snaps. Sandra can't say her anger is unexpected. She tormented herself for years with visions of Lily tearing her to pieces for running away that night, leaving her to face her enraged mother alone. But she never expected her to be mad at her for trying to help. After a long pause, Lily looks out the window again and speaks. We're waiting until our wedding night. We want our first time to be special. She sounds like a pulpit record. Sandra frowns. You're not a virgin, Lily, she points out gently. I am, she states coolly. The blood rushing to her face is visible even in the dark. Sandra almost laughs. You had sex with me lots of times. Did you forget that? Oh, for Christ's sake. Sandra flinches and silence echoes in the sedan. Lily gnaws on her bottom lip, yanks out her ponytail, and runs a hand through her hair. Her entire face is twisted in an ugly expression, and her eyes are far away. Sandra grimaces. You're being stupid, Lily. We both know you've never been into guys. So unless something's changed... Nothing's changed, Lily snaps, a nasty scowl contorting her features. Sandra's heart drops to her stomach as she takes in the angry, defeated woman beside her, so different from the bright, happy girl she grew up with. Sandra ran away from Lily's God-fearing mother after she was chased out of her house, and she left Lily to fight that battle alone. Nothing's changed, she whispers hotly, turning to face her, and before Sandra can think, Lily reaches out and grabs her by the collar of her shirt, smashing their mouths together. She's still as bad at kissing as she was when she was a teenager, teeth clacking, rough, desperate. She probably hasn't practiced much since then. Head spinning, Sandra settles her hands on her waist, and for a moment she remembers being 17 and kissing in the dark, brave and unrepentant. But now Lily tastes like burgundy lipstick and wine and everything is all wrong. Sandra pulls away and Lily's cheeks are going pink. Her pupils have eaten her whole iris. Are you happy now? Lily says, backing off and wiping her mouth with her forearm. You got what you came here for. 
Her words are a punch to the gut, and Sandra feels like crying. That's not what I came here for. Lily hums like she doesn't believe her, trying to catch her breath. She leans back in her seat, and Sandra fumbles to find the words to convince her of the huge mistake she's making. Take me home, Lily sighs. Sandra tenses, her car keys heavy in her back pocket. It's not fair to either of you if you go through with this. Lily rolls the window down, her head lolling to the side, her right arm dangling out. Take me home. Sandra's throat is tight, and she can't swallow around the lump that's trying to choke her. You're going to get divorced within a year, she spits. Part of her wants it to be true. Wants to watch their marriage crash and burn from afar. Lily chuckles darkly. Sandra releases a shuddering exhale, looking toward the playground to see two spectral girls occupying the swings, holding hands. They vanish, and she imagines Lily here with a horde of children. Maybe she will marry him, and maybe they won't split up. Maybe they'll stay together and have kids, and Lily will be perfect and fake and miserable for the rest of her life. Maybe Sandra could have saved her from that future, but she never even thought to try until it was too late. Sandra turns the key in the ignition.